Chigoe, an only podcast series focusing on current matters in the Mi'kmaq community. Gwei, hello. Deloisi Sean Doak. My name is Sean Doak. Welcome to Jigaway, a podcast series produced by Olnaway. We're hosting a special series called What We Do Short Snappers, where, where you'll hear from various Olnaway staff talk about the work they do, their roles and responsibilities, and why it all matters summed up in five minutes. So I'm here today with Tracy Cutcliffe, senior, negoci- senior negotiator at Olnaway, and I want to say welcome, Tracy. Hi, Sean. So uh, to start, uh, I've got the stopwatch started. We're going. And um, what is the role of negoti- of the negotiations team at Olnaway? Can you explain that, please? Well, we have a number of specific responsibilities. But if you look at the component of Olnaway's mandate around implementation of rights, that's really what we follow for our direction on all of the work that we do. We are... Um, really trying to achieve outcomes that fit with that mandate from the leadership. So what are some examples of the kind of work that Olnaway's negotiations team uh, deals with? I'll, I'll start off with the work that happens through the framework agreement. So in 2019, the Mi'kmaq signed a framework agreement with the federal and provincial governments. And what it really did was it set the table for respectful negotiations to begin to address outstanding Mi'kmaq rights on TEI. Mm-hmm. And that framework agreement is not one of the files that we would work on that I would say it's going to produce a specific tangible outcome in short order. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of place where we're dealing with the bigger issues that are going to take a longer period of time because they should take a longer period of time you know, it's taken 300 years for the, the Mi'kmaq and the two or other orders of government to be where they are now. It's going to take time for the Mi'kmaq to have their self-government rights um, recognized and implemented in a way that fits what the Mi'kmaq want to see happen. So at that table, we continue to deal with incremental items like how do we begin to start to look at expanding land access for the Mi'kmaq on TEI. What kind of mechanisms can we use? Are there any short-term agreements Mm -hmm. that we can begin to work on that will improve and increase the self-government capacity for the Mi'kmaq leadership in TEI? So that's kind of the bigger, one of the bigger overarching responsibilities (laughs) for negotiations. And then beyond that, we have some very specific files that Mm -hmm. we lead and um, we've got uh, files for instance on specific claims so our team right now is working on uh, the hog island specific claim which is a specific claim that's been around for a couple of decades and that claim is now something that we are working on um, reaching hopefully a settlement agreement that could be recommended to the leadership. Okay. So it's I think something that we will be talking about publicly in the communities in in the, the coming months for sure. That's one of those um, shorter term kind of more practical and tangible yeah. outcomes that people will yeah. see in the sh- maybe shorter term to yeah, come. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the hope. But it, it again will right or wrong. It's about implementation of rights for the Mi'kmaq. Um, and in addition, we are working on two uh, national park files. We are leading the negotiations on behalf of the assembly 
for the Badulamgek National Park Reserve. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that work continues. We're hoping that we'll be able to achieve a National Park Reserve Establishment Agreement, which will launch that park for the Mi'kmaq. Um, we are also leading the negotiations with respect to uh, rights and reconciliation agreement related to the existing PEI National Park. And our hope is we will work towards uh, an agreement that recognizes the Mi'kmaq as co-managers of that existing national park. I'm watching my clock, Sean. We're at four minutes <laughs> so now, Tracy. We've got a little bit of time left, yeah. So in addition, we also work on um, opportunities that arise through the duty to consult. So my colleagues that run the duty to consult function here at Ongawe, when the Crown sends a notification mm -hmm. for an activity that could potentially negatively impact Mi'kmaq rights, if there is an opportunity for that file to become a negotiation that will create a practical benefit for the Mi'kmaq, it comes over to us and we take that on. Right. And Wendell did mention that to me. Um, and I think it's interesting to see how the different um, teams or departments at Ulnaway kind of overlap and, and work together and connect. And we're at about four minutes and 49 seconds now. Yeah. So um, we're, we've reached our limit, but I just want to say, Walalan, thank you for taking <laughs> some time to explain some key aspects of Ulnaway's ne uh, negotiations team. Hopefully people can gain a better understanding uh, of the work that you and your team are involved in. And uh, thanks for being here today, Tracy. That was fun, Sean. Thank you very much. <laughs> Short and painless, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and Willalioke, to those who are listening, stay tuned for our next What We Do Short Snapper episode. Msidnogama, all my relations. To find out more about Ulnui and the Mi'kmaq rights reconciliation process, visit ulnui.ca.